30, 30, 30, 30, 30, dirty 30. That's right. Total Bev is giving the BSN fam 30% off your next purchase of $25 or more. Use the code BSN2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. Download today. As you may or may not know, Total Bev delivers to most of the metro area from Lakewood to Boulder and Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest prices in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products. That's right. From drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. And better yet, don't leave the comfort of your own home. Cheers. Off a high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner. Feirano for three. It's good with the foul. And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Takes it in, scores. J.D. Page. Boy, Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. What's up, guys? Welcome to the second edition of the BSN Rams podcast. I am your host, Justin Michael. Uh, We got a really fun show planned today. Uh, We're going to talk about the three best and three worst games of the Mike Bobo era. Mike Bobo is now entering his fifth season as head coach of the Colorado State Rams. And uh, as we will go over today, there certainly have been some highs and lows along the way. You know, Over the years, I've certainly been a big defender of Mike Bobo, uh, especially, you know, a couple seasons ago when people were already, you know, coming with the pitchforks. I was kind of a guy who was saying, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's see how this plays out. Um, To this day, I still think that he has been fairly unlucky in a lot of ways, um, having to consistently replace his recruiting staff year after year has been, you know, that's that's really hard to overcome. Ha- consistently having to replace position coaches, stuff like that. And then obviously the cherry on top last year were his health issues, which was just really unfortunate. And honestly, there were times last season where we were, we would see him, you know, coming in, hobbling in with the, with the walking stick. And you just, you felt for the guy you were, you were hoping as a human being that he was okay because you know you know he's a father you know he has kids and you know he's certainly always been great to me as a media member he's always treated me with respect even going back to when I was you know just starting on the beat as a young guy at the collegian 
there were plenty of times when I asked Bobo dumb questions and he could have jumped down my throat or mocked my question, which, you know, that's, that's kind of a coach move and I can't blame them. They get asked questions constantly and when they get asked bad ones, they can, they can respond however they choose. But Bobo's always been great to the media. He's always been extremely friendly and polite. Uh, I think he's a great, a great guy, but it's been, it's been a, it's been a tough stretch. Um, I've, I've got some numbers here just kind of breaking down the Mike Bobo era, you know, so this is CSU's performance since 2015, the overall record, uh, 24 and 27. So three games below 500. That's obviously skewed by last year's three and nine performance, but, uh, 24 and 27 overall, uh, record against Mountain West opponents, 17 and 15, two games above 500. Uh, not great, but you know, still above 500. Yeah, the, I think the thing that kills the fans, though, is the record versus rivals. That's Air Force, CU, and Wyoming. Uh, against those three opponents, CSU is 2-11. In the Mike Bobo era, he defeated, well, CSU defeated both Wyoming and Air Force in the 2015 season. That was, of course, Mike Bobo's first year as head coach. Since then, he has not defeated Air Force or Wyoming, and... CU is obviously 4-0 against Bobo in that time. Along with the the poor showing against those opponents, CSU is 0-4 against Boise State and 0-3 in bowl games. Those are numbers that are they're hard to defend. Um, this is a results business. And as, as Mike Bobo would tell you, as, as Mike Bobo has said multiple times, this is a results business. And when you when you don't win, People are going to be calling for your jobs, especially when you don't win against the rivals. And that's that's been the downfall of the Mike Bobo era is not being able to win the games that matter most. And uh, that's that's kind of what made today's you know topic kind of interesting to go through and trying to determine what are the three worst games and three best games of the Mike Bobo era. Uh, it's something that I'm that I'm looking forward to. Uh, but before we jump into that, I just want to do a quick second to acknowledge our sponsor Breckenridge Brewery. It's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their American Amber Ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch ale. But for those of you who have no idea what that means, this is that light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. We just launched it, and you'll be able to see all of the events we have planned where we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a great time. All right, jumping right into the to this segment, let's talk about the three worst games of the Mike Bobo era. Obviously, all of these selections are subjective. If you feel like there were games that I should have used instead, go ahead and let me know on Twitter at BSN Rams or at Justin T. Michael. You can also comment directly on the podcast at bsndenver.com. Uh, but I I look forward to to hearing from you guys and getting some input on that. Also, as I 
As I tweeted out today, if you have any questions for us, go ahead and comment on this podcast or tweet them at us at BSN Rams. I'm going to answer those uh, in the next podcast or two on the in the mailbag portion. So looking forward to hearing from you guys and, and seeing what you want to know. So it's, it's going to be fun. Go ahead and, like I said, tweet at me at BSN Rams. All right, let's, let's jump into this. Uh, the third worst game of the Mike Bobo era. Um, there, there were a lot of different factors that went into these decisions. It, it could have been just a, a brutal loss in that moment. It could have had vast implications on the season. There were a lot of, a lot of different reasons that I, I went with this. But uh, the, third, the third worst loss of the Mike Bobo era is the 2017 New Mexico Bowl versus Marshall. Um, I almost put the 2015 Arizona Bowl, which uh, was Mike Bobo's first season. Obviously, a really weird scenario where the Rams had to play the Nevada Wolfpack, uh, face a conference opponent in a bowl game. CSU had won four straight games to to close out the regular season before having to face Nevada, ultimately losing in that game. Uh, but the reason that I went with the 2017 New Mexico Bowl and not that, not the Arizona Bowl, and and not the Idaho Potato Bowl, which honestly is comical at this point. That really doesn't even count as a game, in in my opinion, because it it was ridiculous. The weather conditions were absolutely absurd. Players were falling all over the place. It's a miracle that nobody tore their ACL in that game. But uh, sorry, sorry. Okay, the reason the reason that I'm I chose Marshall, the 2017 New Mexico Bowl was just it was it was the icing on the cake of what was an extremely disappointing season uh there, there was so much hype that year there was a lot of talent nick stevens senior year michael gallup his senior year a lot of fans hoping that it was going to finally be the year that the rams break through and win the mountain west uh that all went out the window when csu lost to air force wyoming and boise state in consecutive weeks but um the marshall game was just emblematic of that whole season it was a game that CSU very much should have won um honestly that Marshall team they were they were pretty dang good uh, a lot better than most people realized they had a ton of experience but but there's no doubt that that was a game that CSU should have won especially with guys like Michael Gallup on the field uh what I remember most about that game was just Michael Gallup running flies wide open and Nick Stevens not being able to get him the football. It, it was it was hard to watch. It was hard to stomach. And after after that game, I remember just, you know, seeing some of the guys on the on the field post game and they were so dejected and I really I can't blame them cuz that was that was, you know, the cap of what was a really disappointing season. And that's the reason that I went with it. If you think that I should have gone with the, you know, the the, the two bowl games before that in 2016 or 2015, I think you probably have a point, but uh, for the reasons that I laid out before, that's why I went with Marshall. The the number two worst game of the Mike Bobo era. This one's pretty easy in my opinion. Um, probably the most embarrassing loss of the decade, and that was a curb stomping that came at the hands of the CU Buffaloes in 2016. Uh, you know, uh, losing to a FCS team in 2018 was pretty bad, but uh, just getting absolutely pummeled on national television was so tough for CSU fans to swallow. 
It was 31-0 at halftime. I just remember fans leaving in bunches. CU had twice as many first downs and total yards. CSU finished the game with 63 passing yards. I mean, 6-3. That's not a typo. 63 compared to CU's 318. The Buffs also rushed for 260 yards that day. Uh, capping things off, CSU turned the ball over four times. Really, the most memorable moment of the entire game was Fatan Bautas celebrating a first down when CSU was losing by about 100. Um, maybe maybe the most embarrassing moment in CSU football history. Uh, that's debatable. Uh, but, you know, Fatan Bauta throwing the first down flex. Yikes. <laughs> Just a ridiculously terrible night for CSU fans. Um yeah, not, not much more to say about that one. Just it was awful. Uh, there have been a lot of really bad Rocky Mountain showdowns for CSU fans. If we're if you really want to get into it, there there have been plenty of others. But uh, that that 2016 one was just tough to swallow. Moving on to uh, the worst game of the Mike Bobo era. I imagine most of you would agree with this one, but. The 2017 collapse at home to Boise State has to take the cake. CSU, of course, was up 28-3, to had a 25-point lead. They're wearing the state pride uniforms, have all kinds of swagger. And then it just, it, everything collapsed. CSU ends up losing the game 59-52 in overtime. Uh, Rashad Body, who's no longer even playing college football, coughed up the football in overtime. And it, you know, that sealed the deal on what was maybe the worst collapse in CSU football history. I don't, I don't want to say definitively that it was because you never know. Somebody might, you know, find a game from 1962 and tweet at me, "Hey, Justin, you know that game was worse." But if you can find a game worse than that Boise State collapse, kudos to you because everything about that game sucked. You know what could have been. One of the greatest nights in CSU football history quickly became a living nightmare for everyone. CSU had already, you know, lost to Air Force in Wyoming, so you know, disappointing already to pretty much be out of the the contention for the Mountain West Championship. And meanwhile, I'd like to point out that if CSU would have made the Mountain West Championship, they would have hosted it and would have um it would have been the same day as the the Rocky Mountain showdown for basketball could have been really cool instead basketball ends up playing an 11 a.m game for no reason CSU loses an epic you know in an epic fashion to Boise State capping off just a really disappointing night so much about that game even a couple years later all you can think about is what if uh, it was it was obviously a wildly entertaining college football game uh, one I, I feel fortunate to have covered, but as you know, a CSU guy, uh, it it was tough. It was tough for those players. Um, I felt for them, even from the press box. Uh, the fans, I can't even imagine what that was like. Everyone wanted that win over Boise State so bad. Boise, you know, the perennial champion of the conference. They like to walk around pompously and flex their muscles and. You know, you're allowed to do that when you dominate the league every year, and they proved that night why they do dominate every year because they have incredible talent, and when you make mistakes, they will make you pay for them. And what could have been, you know, maybe the greatest night in CSU football history 
now goes down as the number one loss of the Mike Bobo era. <laughs> now that you guys are feeling uh, nice and blue and reliving after reliving, you know, some of the worst moments in recent history, uh, we're going to perk things up here with the three best games of the Mike Bobo era. But first, I want to tell you guys about Elixinol. Uh, the BSN Rams podcast is presented by Elixinol. If Jake Plummer has endorsed Elixinol's hemp balm and provides him and his family with endless benefits of CBD, then you should too. This is a non-THC product, and 5% of your purchase goes to a non-profit of your choice. Visit Elixinol.com to get yours today. Visit Elixinol.com. All right, let's jump right back into things here. Moving forward with the three best games of the Mike Bobo era. I know some of you have probably had to crack open a cold one after that last segment. Tough to think about all these disappointing losses, but no worries. We are now going to brighten the mood, think about some of the good times, and starting with number three. And that that the number three victory of the Mike Bobo era came against Wyoming on no- November 7th, 2015. CSU won this game 26-7, proceeded to go 4-0 down the stretch after starting the season 3-5. and uh, This was a cold day in Laramie. I actually went to the game with my dad. Uh, really a great memory, honestly. We traveled up to Laramie together, bundled up in the stands. Really cold day. I just remember the wind. It was a Saturday afternoon game in November, so... It could have been worse, uh, but really just cold. But luckily, uh, a lot of CSU fans traveled that day, and they weren't disappointed because the Rams dominated from start to finish. Really, you know, they jumped out to a 23-0 lead and led 26-0 going into the fourth. Really should have had a shutout. Uh, Wyoming star running back Brian Hill, now with the Atlanta Falcons, I believe, Uh, maybe with somebody else now was playing with Atlanta, but Brian Hill had 21 carries for the Cowboys, only totaled 65 yards on the day. Really just a nice performance from the CSU defense to shut down one of the more dynamic running backs in the league. On CSU's side, Daylon Dawkins racked up 140 yards on 25 carries for an impressive 5.6 yards per carry. Izzy Matthews had two rushing touchdowns, and Nick, I mean Vic Stevens, had one as well. So really just a a nice showing from the CSU offense that day, a dominant performance all around. Uh, that's the last time CSU beat Wyoming, actually. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think in the moment that a lot of fans necessarily viewed this game as really important. But, you know, in hindsight, this is kind of what got things rolling for CSU down the stretch, allowed them to make a bowl game. As we talked about earlier, they actually lost that bowl game to Nevada. But still, just a really dominant performance against a rival. Always huge to show up on the road. Uh, yeah, not, not much more to say. Just a big win. CSU will go to back to Laramie this year. Uh, maybe the Rams will be able to recapture some of that excitement. Moving on with the, the number two game of the Mike Bobo era was November 2016. Oh, sorry. The number two game of the Mike Bobo era was on November 26, 2016, against San Diego State. This was, of course, when CSU defeated San Diego State 63-31 to uh, in the rain. I would argue that this was the most fun game of the Mike Bobo era. 
Nick Stevens finished uh, 10 of 15 for 210 yards, four touchdowns, QBR of 272.3. Really just, you know, only 15 pass attempts, but pretty great showing from the veteran quarterback. Uh, This was really like the coming out party um, that, you know, kind of for Michael Gallup, not the coming out party. Everyone knew how good Michael Gallup was, uh, but he had seven catches for 139 yards and three touchdowns that night. His biggest game of his junior season, uh, Dawkins and Matthews each rushed for 100 yards apiece. Rams had multiple players reach the end zone on the ground. Just an incredibly dominant game from the offense. I think when CSU hired Mike Bobo, this was the the type of games that many Ram fans were envisioning, uh, really being able to just pound the ball on the ground and then relying on the passing game to kind of hit explosive plays downfield if you were you know, four years ago, if you were asking Ram fans, what, what can they hope for? This game was exactly that. Um, I think they wish that CSU would have performances like this a little bit more frequently, uh, but really just an amazing offensive showing, maybe the most complete offensive showing of any game, you know, in the Mike Bobo era. Defensively, CSU was pretty good as well. They did give up 17 points in the second quarter, but they smothered Donnell Pumphrey and held him to 2.9 yards per carry. Uh, just a just a great game. You know, when I look when I think back to it, I still smile a little bit just thinking about watching that late game CSU beat up on San Diego State in the rain on national television. Just a great night. Just a great overall night and uh, one that CSU fans are longing for to to replicate. All right, you know the the number the number one game of the Mike Bobo era. This is what we've all been waiting for. Uh, pretty, pretty easy, honestly. I, I, I don't think you can go with anything other than this one, but it was September 8th, 2018, when the CSU Rams defeated the Arkansas Razorbacks at home for a victory over an SEC opponent. Really just an all-around great night for the program. CSU, of course, wins 34-27 to in what was maybe the wildest game I've ever seen. Arkansas led 13-9 at halftime, but it was it was fairly competitive before the Hogs seemingly were going to take control of the game in the third quarter with a 64-yard touchdown and a 25-yard touchdown. You know, by halfway through the third, Arkansas had increased its lead to 27-9. But uh, then, then Preston Williams said, not so fast. Scoring with 246 in the third, and then scoring again just four minutes into the fourth, which cut the Hogs' lead to three, 27-24. With five minutes left, Wyatt Bryan ties the game with a 22-yard field goal, his fourth of the game. And with eight seconds left, Izzy Matthews plows into the end zone for a game-winning one-yard touchdown. Uh, regardless of how everything played out last season, and it was obviously brutal, uh, this this was just the high point of the year uh, for the team overall and a high point for KJ Carter Samuels under center, Preston Williams on the outside, Wyatt Bryan is the kicker, although he did have a game winner against New Mexico as well. Uh, but you know the ability to you know to complete this comeback, it was just incredible. Arkansas's play calling was extremely awful down the stretch. I mean, there were times where the guys on press row, you know, were looking at each other, each other and genuinely like, man, is that, what is that OC thinking? Is he trying to throw the game? Like, 
they're just ripping the ball for five, six yards of carry. For some reason, they still tried to pass the ball. Worked in CSU's favor. CSU takes advantage of some poor choices from the Arkansas staff. Finds a way to will themselves to victory at home. I mean, man, what a what a night. If you're a if you're a CSU fan, that's really what college football is all about. They've they've obviously had some moments in the past where they've competed with the big boys. I think back to both of the recent trips to Tuscaloosa. CSU's actually played Alabama fairly competitively. Uh, when they went down to the swamp, it wasn't quite so competitive. But you know, there have been plenty of other examples. Both games against Minnesota come to mind. But, you know, what what made this game so great was just what it meant to the to the community. You could see the just true glee in everyone's eyes when this happened because, let's be honest, it was surreal. Nobody in the world expected CSU to beat an SEC team at home, and they did it. They were down multiple scores halfway in the second half, and they come back and they win the damn thing. I mean... That's you could make a cheesy movie about this where, you know, I'll I'll call up Netflix see see what Netflix has going for the next couple of years because I think we need to get a screenplay about the Preston Williams game because uh, really just just an amazing comeback effort that Arkansas team was terrible um, they were they they just they were absolutely awful but you know it's still the SEC it's still big time program and you don't ever apologize for wins especially not over power five opponents especially not in your home stadium in front of your fans and especially when it's you know and not in comeback dramatic fashion you're, you're never going to apologize for that because you earned it all right you know that that was a lot of fun uh i i really liked going over some of these games hopefully some of you guys are feeling a little better now after that second segment than you were after the first but uh before we wrap things up, I just want to remind everyone to just subscribe to bsndenver.com. Right now, when you use the code GORAMS, you can get 60% off your annual subscription and a free t-shirt as well. The uh, green Defend the Fort t-shirt was designed by D-Line and is really dope. Uh, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about it. So, you know, like I said, if you use the code GORAMS, all one word, you can get 60% off your yearly subscription and a free t-shirt. That code is GORAMS at bsndenver.com. All right, you know, we're just about done here today. Um, but wrap things up, let's talk a little bit of CSU Hoops news. As some of you saw on Twitter and on the website, PJ Bird has been ruled immediately eligible the uh, sophomore guard averaged 9.2 minutes per game as a freshman at VCU. I know the coaches are really excited to have this kid immediately eligible. Uh, I'll definitely be interested to see what he can do. Uh, joins a, a fairly talented backcourt, I think. All things considered, CSU actually has a, a nice little selection of guards. Uh, just a nice combo of guys that can run the point and guys that will be able to, to play the wing and just kind of get to the hoop and score. Uh, but it's it's going to be interesting. Um, he he obviously didn't play a whole lot as a freshman. From what I understand, the staff thinks this is a guy that can be big time. Uh, coming out of high school, had some interest from Boise State, amongst others. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be interested to see how he looks. I think when you're trying to replace as many guys as CSU is, like, 
just having a a D1 player be eligible at this point is good news. But really, really, I believe this guy is going to make a big impact. Um, Not sure exactly how many minutes he's going to play this first season, uh, but it'll be interesting to see. So definitely check it out. Follow it. I hope you guys enjoyed this second edition of the BSN Rams podcast. We will be back tomorrow. But for now, from Fort Collins, I'm Justin Michael. 